Welcome to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer, the podcast. Together, let's learn about the strengths we didn't know we had and deal with the fears we didn't know existed. And now here's your host, Jessica. Welcome back to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer. I have my husband with me today, Michael. Welcome back, babe. And I have a special guest, somebody that is dear to my heart. (laughs) I'm going to start off with a little intro on him. Oh, it's a guy. (laughs) (laughs) It's my boss, Dean. Welcome, Dean. Hey, guys. Hey, Dean. How are you? Yes. Unbelievable. Nice. Good. That's great. (laughs) You know, Dean, if you can get the mic right up onto I'll get close. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like this. Yes. 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 (laughs) ASMR style. So, Dean is is oh. somebody that I work for, but uh, more importantly, Dean, I have known you now for eight years. Wow. Yeah. Um, you give me and my husband great life advice. Yep. Um, great money advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, I would consider you a mentor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um. I, I care for you. I love you. And you happen to pay me. You're going to make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. Um, I, I mean I mean this. I only have people on my podcast that I enjoy hanging out with, that I admire, and you happen to be one of them. Likewise. So thank you for, for joining me. Um, how has everybody's week been? It's been great. Pretty good. Busy. Haven't stopped. Yeah. Yeah, you went away. For some training for work, yep. which was really nice. Thank you for doing that. Yep. And then, fun. babe, we've been just doing the family thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that's been fun, too. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Same is always good in my book. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yesterday I had um, my event, or our event with Val, the Valley Girl Pilates. We've been organizing that for, geez, about a month and a half. And it's a lot. It was a lot of planning for something small, but I can only imagine how people feel when they plan these huge events. Yeah, like you know how there's some influencers and people that are famous that mm. like will host. Um, I don't know, like the Taco Fest or like a mommy hangout time. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, and yeah. we only had eight girls. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, I think you need a whole staff for all that. Right, and Val and I were doing it on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you, Val, for doing that. I know you're listening. Did you guys put it on yourselves? Yes. Did you have a, a Pilates instructor? Yes. Oh, nice. It's our friend. Oh, how fun. Yeah, and shout out to her, Claudia. She's She was great. She really worked this out. I'm sore. <laughs> I'm sore, and I had fun. We hung out with other uh, friends, and, and one of my um, cousin's wife, she came. And we were, were all moms, so it was nice to be alone and just have, like, girl time and also work out. That was really, really cool. Yeah. Good job. Good job. So that's my rant. And then you, you were up north? Did you drive up there? No, we flew to Sacramento for two nights. Oh, okay. Oh, it was nice. That's a, what, 45-minute flight? Yeah, 45 minutes. That first flight was delayed two hours. Oh, uh, You flew no. southwest? Southwest. Oh, yep. And then a half hour on the way back, which wasn't bad. Yeah, they've been having that issue. Uh, was it like a month ago? They, they canceled like 2,000 flights yeah. all in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
Yeah, that really sucks. Yeah, they, they've been having issues. Huh, I wonder why. Did they say? Uh, yeah, so they got a... Uh, in 2020, they got they applied for that government program uh-huh. uh, where if they kept their employees, um, they'd get like a, a sum of money. Mm-hmm. And they got the sum of money, but they still got rid of those employees. Oh, and no. they retired a bunch of pilots early and they haven't been able to catch up. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I really like Southwest. Get, well, they wanted them to get... Um, Vaccinated, and a lot of guys didn't want to. Women that didn't too. want to get vaccinated. That too, a good, a good percentage of the pilots quit because of that too, or they were let go. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and then there's something new with the, whatever the FAA. They mm-hmm. decided that um, mm-hmm. they're gonna um, lower the requirement for like your heart rate for yeah, pilots. Cause, yeah, because that's how that's how desperate they are for pilots. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. And I thought I go, that's horrible. And then I thought, well. There is a co-pilot. So if something yeah. happened to the pilot, at least there's a co-pilot, but it's still mm-hmm. scary to think that they're going to lower the bar for your health. Right. Yeah. A pilot. That makes no sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But, wow, if they're that desperate. Yeah. And then but the, because they dropped the ball. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, at the end of the day, it is Southwest's fault. But I like Southwest. I like flying through them. I like their system. Yeah. But, yeah, they are dropping the ball in that way. Yeah. Sucks. Oh, well. What do we know? Yeah. I know. We're just here talking, <laughs> yeah. sipping our alcohol-free. I know, this is nice. Yeah. Cheers, Bubbly. guys. Yeah, Salute. cheers. 10 o'clock in the morning. You have drinking. to make a sound. Sorry? Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is really good, though. It's yeah. really, really good. I so like this it is, a lot. Um, Belvoir Farm. Mm-hmm. This is a, is a rosé. Or is it just lemonade? It's basically sparkling water with lemonade. And, okay, well, yeah. this is great. Yeah. Yeah. And when great. you don't drink it, it's like, yeah. wow. Did you choose it or, Lisa, or Lisa chose it? No, of course not. No, I told <laughs> Lisa. I said, I want to bring something. She goes, what? I go, I have no idea. So I went in the car, started it up, waited for her, and she brought that out. Yeah. Okay. She's an amazing woman. She is. She is. And yeah. she's such a good host. I know. Yeah, your, your wife is one of the nicest people I've ever met. And, yeah. Uh, she, she should be teaching kindergarten or something. Yeah. Well, I wonder why she didn't go into that. Well, she was the... the what was it? The um, the the principal at the Sunday school, at the Unitarian church that she used to belong to. Yeah, so I could see her doing something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She really loves kids. Yeah. yeah, she does. Yeah, she does, and she's good with them. And then you are now you're you're a local legend, right? Pardon me. I said now you're a local legend, but uh, yeah. where'd you grow up? Uh, <laughs> where are you from? I'm from here. From here, okay. Yeah, from Specific? the valley. Yeah, I'm a valley boy. Yeah. Okay. So I always think it's so cool people that I meet that are like L.A. born and raised because L.A. is such a melting pot. Mm-hmm. Like Lisa is from Buffalo. Right. Um, and we know so many people that are not from here. We just hung out with friends the other night. They're from New Jersey. Yep. And so they've been here for 10 years. So they consider themselves Angelinos. But in my head, I was thinking, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you are a person that that I've met that I think is super cool. You are L.A. born and raised, yeah. but even more specific, you are a Valley boy. I'm a Valley boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us about, well, actually, I'm going to talk about the Valley boy thing, but <clears throat> I want to go back a little. So, Dean, your parents, your mom is half Mexican. Half Mexican. And half white. <laughs> uh, no, no, she's not white at all. She's I think there's a like maybe Native American or something. Mm-hmm. So there's there's um, uh, Mexican, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Native American, mm-hmm. maybe some Filipino. A lot of 
a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. But I know I'm uh, like 40, 49% Ashkenazi Jew. Okay. okay. What does that mean? That's um, European descent Jewish. So uh. like Russia, Poland. That's on my father's side. And mm -hmm. then on my mom's side, 25% Mexican, 12% Native American. Mm -hmm. I mean, I... I think there was one percent Asian in there. Yeah, and I mean, a, everybody, a little Filipino, like lots of stuff. It's yeah. crazy. Everybody we did it. We did that twenty-three and me. Oh, I was about to ask you that right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lisa had me do it. And you know, um, did you know uh, when in the time of Genghis Khan, he conquered so many lands and he had uh, so many wives that all of us have just a little bit of his DNA still left. Interesting. Uh huh. Yeah. Because he, when he was alive, he killed uh, forty million people. Wow. Yeah. They said crazy. Hitler was bad. Yeah, he was. He was bad. He yeah. was a bad person. <laughs> I don't think Hitler was breeding, though, right? No, I don't think so. It's scary. Yeah, yeah, it is scary. It is scary. That's why all of us have a little bit of Asian in us. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was like I think one percent. Yep. Interesting. I didn't that know is that. interesting. What is that? Is that? Okay. That's okay. And um, <laughs> so your mom is half Mexican. Yeah. And she was adopted. Right. And she was adopted <clears throat> by your grandparents. Correct. And they were how old when you were born? My mother? Your mom and your dad. Oh, my gosh. My mom was 15. Oh, my yeah. father was 17. So they were teen parents. Yeah. And I've always thought that was interesting about Dean because teen parents, you know, uh, they're still kids. Mm -hmm. They're growing up with him. Yeah. So you grew up with your parents pretty much. Um, and your your grandparents had a lot to do with with raising you. Um, they were not raising me, but they were they were there. I saw them almost every weekend. Okay. Yeah, they would come to our place. We would go to my aunt's. Mm -hmm. We would go visit them. They lived in L.A. Right. Okay. So now fast forward. Dean is now in his teens. He's still living in the valley. He's going to school. Sometimes. He's a yeah. skater. Skater. He's getting high. Getting high. Having a good time. <laughs> I thought I was. No, I did. I had a good time. <laughs> Tell us about that. How old? Let's go to 13. 13. That was wild. So 13, you're still in junior high, right? Yeah. Where did you go to junior high? I went to a couple schools. Okay. I started off at uh, Hale Junior High. Okay. West Hills. Mm -hmm. Then I went to... Parkman. Parkman. Where's that? Porter Ranch? Um, no. Still Woodland Hills. DeSoto. Oh, okay. DeSoto, just uh, north of Ventura. Ah, okay. And then we went to Simi Valley. And I went to Hillside Junior High. Why'd you go to Simi Valley? My parents moved to try uh, to get me out of trouble. No, okay. Was, you know, it was all the people I was hanging out with. And then we realized... <laughs> It wasn't them. <laughs> and, what happened, you. and what happened? Did you did you meet up with older kids, and that's how you got into all sorts of trouble? No, it, you know, it really wasn't other other kids. I, I think it's um. I think it's your raising the people that raise you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like you know, I was raised by children mm -hmm. that weren't parents. They didn't know any better, so yeah. there really wasn't any rules. You know, nobody taught you how to study. No one said you don't smoke pot for this reason. You don't mm -hmm. drink for this reason. Don't ditch school. So 
those were all the things that that I did. I so think, you you do you do whatever you wanted. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Pretty much. I think too. Um, you know, I did. I had a roof over my head, and I had three squares a day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't. I mean, it's kind of sad. I, to, to me, I don't expect much more from them. Right. You know, they did the best they could. It was yeah. horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, horrible. But they did the best they could. Especially at that age. Yeah. Too. Especially at that age. Um, but I also think that because my parents were really, they were straight edge. They were good parents. They taught mm-hmm. us good stuff, you know, or they, they led, I mean, I, I felt that they were a good example, They were, <clears throat> but I still did stupid things. I think that, and it, I can't blame it on my friends. I was the one that let's go do this. Let's go do that. <laughs> so I think that sometimes you just, it's you, you just want to rebel and you know, I don't know if I ever did things to rebel. Like people say like, you know, drinking and drug. I did it. I like to get high. Yeah. I like to get drunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked all that. That was that was fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't. Like, <laughs> I didn't like going to school. I wasn't good in school. Yeah. You know, back then, you know, no one knew ADD or ADHD mm-hmm. or autistic. That was never heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you think you went undiagnosed? Well, I know I'm. I'm. I know I'm ADHD. Okay. I, I was diagnosed with that. <laughs> Pretty obvious. <laughs> and OCD. No, yeah, I can't tell. You know, yeah. I think the older you get, like I think. The, the easier it gets now? Yeah. I mean, if you have a job and you know how to do it, then, yeah. you know, you go Well, the good the thing is, I think that Val and I have a little bit of those things already. So it just kind of works. Yeah. 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 You make it work. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's never been like, I mean, you know, there's some people that like have to do that one thing, like touch this to mm-hmm. move on. Like he, mm-hmm. It's not like that. Okay. So you get, you get <clears throat> bored real fast then. You want to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Yeah. Is that what it is? Pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty much. I'm Yeah, I get bored. Okay. So yeah. it was never it was never a hate for teachers that you didn't want to do your homework no, or anything like that. I don't have it's, either, I don't want to do it and that's it. Yeah, but you know when you're when you're little if you don't learn if your parents don't say we sit down we read a book and they see you read a book mm-hmm. and they see you studying it's just automatic because your parents don't do that. And then, you know, when you're t- 12 years old and they go, you need to study, you're like, I don't even know how to study. What's that? Right. I don't yeah. know how. Right. Yeah. Nobody taught me. Yeah. We're learning uh-huh. that with our kids. Yeah, they it's do important. every little thing that we do. Yeah, uh-huh. it's important. Yeah. It's important. That is important. Okay. So you, I, I want to go now to like more teenager Dean. Dean, um, you did not graduate high school. I did not. Okay, but we'll get to the how cool that is because you created this whole life and career for yourself mm-hmm. without graduating high school. Uh, and we are not encouraging people to not graduate high school. I want to put that out there. Um, but I, I love your story of I overcame. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go to t- uh, partying in Hollywood. What was that like? Because I used to party in Hollywood. Partying in Hollywood was fun. That mm-hmm. was... Uh, around my friends were older i think i started in hollywood around 15 mm-hmm. okay man how would you hear about the the events and stuff how we were rockers man yeah so just yeah. word of mouth yeah my buddies played in bands we'd go to the mm-hmm. troubadours you know go see bands there mm-hmm. i mean the troubadours still around yeah troubadours still there no, yeah, cause it's hard now to, to, to think it was all flyers and word of mouth now because we all have cell phones and uh you can just send a text and you can get a yeah. ten thousand people well, we would just go down there. Mm-hmm. 
and then just see go go from club to club. Uh, no, we didn't go club to club. I mean, we mostly just hung out. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. have any money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, occasionally we would. We'd go to Troubadours and see Wasp and Rat. But he wouldn't go look at like he wouldn't go to the club to dance. No, I was yeah, too, no, no. He'd I go was to too shows. Young. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. But by clubs, I mean, uh, yeah, the yeah, like the Roxy and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get in. Oh. You know, I don't even know how we got in Troubadours. I think you had to be eighteen. I wasn't eighteen. Yeah, somebody yeah, that's true. Somebody. So you would just go hang out because people hang out. people are hanging out on the street <clears throat> yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wasn't when Sunset was, uh, real bad at, at that time? Say it again. Wasn't Sunset really bad th- at that time? Who knew bad? Oh, that's true too. Nobody knew what. If bad you don't know was. good, you don't know bad either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know bad. I was 15, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. You said it was cool, and it was cool. All right. It did you ever cool. get arrested? I did. When yeah. did you get? What happened? What? Uh, well, I was arrested for a lot of little things, but I think I, I never. I don't have a felony. Never, but so no, but. okay, so you got handcuffed many times. Did you get booked in? Yes. You did? Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to talk about well, a little sure. bit about just one time? So what happened? You, How old were you? Um, <laughs> maybe the first time was 13, 14 for no. stealing at the Treasury. Oh, okay. Treasury. Where's that? That was a department store. Ah. That was in Woodland Hills. I, I forgot what I stole, and then my uncle bailed me out. Yeah. And then uh, I got arrested, kicked out of school in eighth grade. I was selling uh, Black Beauties, which were Speed, and I stole it from my parents. Oh. Black Beauties? Yeah, that was, they called them Black Beauties. It was Speed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But then what I was stealing was really caffeine pills. So when my dad uh-huh. came to the school, he said, well, where did, what did you tell them? I said, well, I told him I got it from a guy in the park. He goes, okay, good, good. <laughs> But it was just caffeine pills. So that's what he said. They were uh-huh. going to book me, and you know, for speed. And he goes, "Well, how do you know it's that?" And I uh-huh. said, "Well, look at it." And he goes, "Well, I don't. How do you know?" And then, sure enough, they found out it was caffeine. I don't think I got a record for that, but they kicked me out of school. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't my father's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it happened again, and at Taft in tenth grade, I was stole. I, I bought pot for him, and I took it to school to sell. And he said, "Don't take it to school." Mm-hmm. And of course, I got busted. And uh, then at uh, 16, there was probably another time in there something happened. At 16, um, I got a 502 drunk driving in Malibu. So I had a fake ID. Yeah. That was 16 or 17. And uh, I went over the center divider. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So you crashed and, the car too? No, I didn't crash it. I just drove over the center divider. Oh. <laughs> what was it on uh, PCH1? On PCH. Uh, yeah, because there's right no, at the end there's of no Zuma. At the end of Zuma. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, but if you had a fake ID, how did they know it was you or they well, didn't? We, well, we left the bar and I went over the divider and then uh-huh. the, the sheriff pulled me over. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, I was screaming, crying like a baby. And I'll never forget this, uh, this um, uh, woman. She took my head and like, not smashed it, but pushed it in the car. Mm-hmm. And then I was acting like a crybaby and she kicked me in the shin. Oh. And then they put me in the car. And the gal says, um, oh, I wouldn't. I didn't want to do a breathalyzer. I said, I want a blood test. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take me to a hospital. And the other police officer says, uh, this kid's drunk. He says, let's just take him to jail. So they took me took me to jail. And then, of course, my parents came and bailed me out. And mm-hmm. then I uh, had to go through the process in court. So I think I was uh, 
17 years old or late 16. And then um, as I was going through court, I kept um, postponing it. And then I went to I went to uh, juvenile court, and uh, the the judge says, "Oh, I see your sheet here." He goes, "You're going to go to juvenile hall for two days," and I go, I stood up and I go, "But your honor, I'm 18 now." He says, "You want to go to county, son?" Oh, man. I said, "Oh no, I went to so I went to juvenile <laughs> yeah. hall for two days. It was horrifying." <clears throat> yeah, I bet. horrifying. The was craziness it? is, I still drank and drive after that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't really learn until. Until, Until I lost then, my party yeah. pass, which we know I don't drink anymore. Right. Yeah, so, so, so you've been sober yes. how, how long? Sober? Uh-huh. Coming up on uh, 34 years. 34 years. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Stop drinking at 21. And I, I feel like most people, where most kids go to juvie and they come out worse. Yeah. It was two days. Um, it was horrifying, though. But For I've, me, I'm a, I've know, known, I'm a baby. Yeah, I knew <laughs> yeah. kids in high school that went for longer and they came out worse. Yeah. yeah Do you remember so. what facility you went to? Yeah, I went to Silmar. Silmar, oh, yeah, it's yeah. the only one. <laughs> Is it? Right? Was in the Valley, I think. Wasn't yeah. there another one in Malibu? May have been. Well, maybe. But why would he go over there? He doesn't know. Oh, that's, that's camp. Oh, okay. That's David Gonzalez. Oh, uh, okay. Then, yes. What is that? That's when you really <laughs> screw up and they instead of putting you in... A high school, they, put, they send you there. Yeah, they like put you in... Like a boot camp? Uh-huh. Like a boot camp. Oh. Yeah, I had a friend that did that. Hmm. And that one in Silmar is still there. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. When I got out, when I got out, because I had to drive myself to jail. Mm-hmm. When I got out, it was, you know, maybe a, a Sunday night, and they let me out, and I said, "Oh, my car's locked up," and they said, "Well, you can stay overnight if you'd like," and I said, "Oh no," and, <laughs> yeah. and I just walked. I just started walking out of there because I couldn't get my car. Who had the keys? Um, why well, they gave me the keys, but it was <coughs> locked up. It wasn't open Sunday because oh. I was parked oh, behind the gates. Man. Oh my gosh! So if you know where it is, it's yeah. like at the five and the fourteen. Yeah, and yeah. I just yeah. walked, and I think I got to Balboa, and you know, there's no cell phones, man. No, <laughs> no. exactly. No phone, and it's cell phones. dark up there. It's dark Super up dark. there. All I wanted, to, I just wanted to get the hell out of there. Yeah. yeah. To this day, there's no street lights over there. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know yeah. it's dark, but I'm sure they must do that for a reason. In case yeah, get, the kids so. get out. Okay, so so you got into a lot of trouble, Dean. <laughs> it's somewhat. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would hate if my kids got in trouble like that. Yeah. But look, when you get in trouble like that, when you have kids, go look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, that may be the problem. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what that means, looking in the mirror, you, who looks back at you? Yourself. Right, look at yourself. What yeah. are you doing? What are you teaching yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so... So then all of that happened, you, then you went to, did you ever go to a high school? I did. I okay. went to a few high schools. Okay. So you went to Reseda? I went to Simi High. Simi High. Continuation school. Okay. That I never checked into. Mm-hmm. And then I came here and went to Cal. Okay. And then went to Reseda. And so Reseda was the last one. Reseda. That's what I remember yeah, from your story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went to PE uh-huh. and driver's ed. Mm-hmm. And then it was break, and, yeah. I met, and I met Arnold Levy, who was one of my mentors, at the corner at 7-Eleven. When I went to school, I would go to uh, PE, mm-hmm. and then driver's training, and then I would leave, because it was nutrition or break, whatever they called it. <coughs> I went to Reseda and uh, Victory, and I met Arnold Levy, mm-hmm. and uh, he took me to work. He was an electrician, so I would go to work with him. And uh, he taught me how to be an electrician. 
He basically said, if you're not going to go to school, you're going to work. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, he was my great uncle's best friend. And, um, yeah, yeah, hats off to him. Oh, so Arnold was not your uncle? I called him Uncle Arnold, but no, I was no blood related. He was oh. he was my great uncle's, my grandfather's brother's friend from Detroit. Crazy. And he was an electrician in the union. So he taught me the electrical trade. I think he he thought like, yeah, he must have liked you. He thought you were cool and he did. He let did. me help this kid out. You know, I don't even know if he th- thought that at the time. But, but he uh, did. Yeah, he, he helped did. you out a lot. He sure did. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he got in trouble when he was a kid, too. He did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he got in trouble. They grew up poor in the streets of Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, man. They, they were the minority Jewish Jewish kids. Yeah. Getting chased home and getting beat up. Did you ever go back to Detroit, like where they're all from? No, never been. I mean, I don't want to go to Detroit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't blame you. Says nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you went. The last school you went to was Reseda. Then um, Arnold basically said that you know you're either gonna go to school or you're gonna you're gonna work. And you went. I to don't work. know if he said it like that. That's kind of how the story over years we said. Mm-hmm. You know, if I didn't want to go to work, there was nothing anybody could do. But I did. I liked money. Yeah. So you started working as an electrician. That was the first thing you did. Yeah, he and paid how- me fifteen bucks a day. Mm-hmm. So we worked from about ten in the morning. He started late, five six o'clock. He bought me my cigarettes, <coughs> and he bought me um, breakfast or lunch. We would typically go from there to eat, and then we went to work. That's mm-hmm. not a bad deal. No, and then I got a raise. He paid me 25 a day. He didn't buy my cigarettes anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, he paid me weekly before he paid me daily. Yeah. So over the years, years later, I thought, oh, he was teaching me how to save money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all these things he was doing for a reason. Yeah. But he, he was a good guy. Yeah, he was. And I'll tell you something, a funny little story about him. But um, we would go to work, and he would put his wallet under his desk, or under his, um, not his desk, his, um, the, um, the, the seat, seat. In, his, in his van. Mm-hmm. That was his office. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would go in there and grab a, you know, a 10 or a 20. And <laughs> I did it all the time, you know. Yeah. I mean, where do you learn that? I learned that from my dad, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, um <laughs> So years, years later, when he was at my house, um, some other things happened. He's like, we're not going to talk about it. And then he was at my house towards the end of his life. And I go, look, I, 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 need, to, I need to come clean, man. You know, yeah. Now I'm an adult. Yeah. And I says, you know, I used to take money from you. He goes, what do you think? I was a dumbass and didn't know. (laughs) And I go, you knew that all these years? You never said anything? He goes, that was your thing, man. Yeah, he kept kept the real catch in his pocket. (laughs) (laughs) When he died, before the last time he came to his house, he was financially not doing that well. So I put a few thousand dollars in an envelope, and I gave it to him. And he's like, no, no, I don't want this. I go, all the time you helped me, and I stole from you. Mm -hmm. I want you to have this. Yeah. Of course. So, again, one of those things, when you give... And you don't expect anything back. It's right. the best feeling. Mm-hmm. Michael's like that. Yeah, it's the best feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is, because then you're not disappointed if somebody doesn't do what you... There's no expectation. Yeah, there's no expectation. Yeah, it's super cool you helped, you helped them out like that. And when was yeah. that? That was a few years ago already? Oh, no, that was uh, 10, 12. Yeah, it, was the he... la- it was one of the last times we saw him. Oh, okay. He went back and you know died within a year. Oh, man. But Lisa was sweet to him. She would... His feet were swollen, and she, like, took care of him like a father. Yeah. 
He was so a when, when did he die? I thought it could have been 10, 12, 15 years ago. Okay, so what was it before me? Yeah, before you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you started out as an electrician. Right. And how'd you like that? I liked it. I was pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. And I, I uh, continued with it and got a contractor's license. Yeah. When I was 22. How hard was that? It was hard because I had to study. And yeah. And I didn't know how to study. Right. But I did. I studied and I passed a test and had a contractor's license, mm-hmm. which just allowed me. I was already doing like piece work for companies and then had my own little jobs, but allowed me to do it now legally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just talked to a guy that he's studying right now for his contractor's license, no? Rudy? Yeah, our friend is getting his contractor's yeah, license. It's, yeah, it's good. And he says it, the test is really confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's confusing because a lot of the stuff, it's nothing you're going to ever use. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Right. Um, okay, so you got your contractor's license. And when you got that, did you get the heating and air too? Or you no. just got the electric? I was, I was only an electrician. Okay. Never thought. I actually, to, um, to go back, I actually, when I wasn't going to school, I went to uh, refrigeration and air conditioning school at mm-hmm. West Valley Occupational School. Mm-hmm. But it was way above my head. And the, the teacher at the time, Mr. Stock, he said, oh, you should go get a, a job. Mm-hmm. And I did. I worked for an air conditioning company for maybe a week. Mm-hmm. And then my car didn't work. And I never went to work. And I said, oh, my car <laughs> didn't break. And he goes, you still got to come to work. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so another one of those, those little like God shots. Yeah. And um, we have hired people from occupational centers, right? Yeah. Um, guys from occupational centers. So those are great places to go to. Like you don't have to pay <coughs> thousands and thousands for a private yes. school. Yeah. You can go to an occupational center. Yeah. And if you look into it, they have so many different yeah, a bunch options. Of programs. Yep. Yeah, lots of options. And yeah. If you, if you want even more options, uh, there's a school in downtown called LATTC, LA uh, Trade, Trade Tech. Tech. Yep. Yeah. And they have an even bigger school for all the programs. Yeah. Yep. That's a notch up. And cheaper? No. It's community college. Oh, okay. So oh. You, you can apply for FAVSA, and you can get it free, almost. But West Valley is even cheaper than that. Yep. Super West Valley yeah. is cheaper. Yep. And if you're closer, yeah. Yeah, West Valley is great. But I, I went to Trade Tech, and yeah, like, I was there for two years, and I maybe spent like 500 bucks, maybe. Mm-hmm. What did you take? Uh, diesel mechanic. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's a good trade. But, I, but we were right next door to the HVAC guys. Hmm. And there was a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of people go into it, but um, okay. So then you were an electrician for how long before you got to uh, heating and air? Well, I, I was, uh, I was pretty blessed. I had a job for a guy by the name of Isaac Tigret. Mm-hmm. He started the Hard Rock Cafe, mm-hmm. and I was working <clears throat> on his house. And um, it, the the contractor who came in and took over everything kicked everyone off the job, and they said you can't work here unless you have a license. And insurance. Ah, so that's why. My license, I I, I pretty much had. I had a number, but I didn't have insurance. Yeah. So I went out and got insurance the next day, and I was the only guy back on the job. And um, they were really nice to me. They they let me work and, you know, never argued price. Mm -hmm. And then I I went to my uncle's company. That was Brody Heating and Air. But so that's, that was like your book, your big first gig. Right, and then well, I had some other stuff, but it, it wasn't even a gig. It was just doing electrical at someone's house, uh-huh. and I send a bill, and they paid me, and yeah. I, w- I was honest with them, and they were fair with me. Yeah, but it was good. It was a lot of money at the time. Right, mm-hmm. right. It was a lot of money, and I had one helper with me, 
But then I went to a to I wanted to do the work, uh, the electrical hookups for mm-hmm. my uncle, mm-hmm. and he was an air conditioning contractor in L.A. Mm-hmm. And um, I said I want to do your electrical panels and the hookups. And his wife Joanna said, "Well, how much do you charge? How much is this?" And um, uh, Ed said, "Come into the office and meet with me." So we met, and uh, he said, "Finish up your side work, and then." You know, maybe you can come and work with me. Mm-hmm. And which plenty of side work. This was my main gig. Right. It wasn't side work. Yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> I, I I worked for myself, whatever I could do, and um, and I did. I finished that up, and I went to work with him. And right at the time I went to work with him, we bought a house in Palmdale. And he mm-hmm. says, "Well, don't buy that." I said, "It's too late. I already bought it." Yeah. So he was at the ten in uh, ten in Robertson. Yeah, he's down on the west side. And, you know, or I'm, was down on. I the was west. sixty-five miles away in Palmdale. Oh, but man. I commuted. I went to work, and you know, basically, he said, "Come and." Was traffic that bad then? It was bad. Yeah, still okay. bad. But he he taught me some air conditioning work. I did electrical, and whenever it was slow, mm-hmm. I would always go work with the AC guys. And he said, "Oh, you need to learn how to be a salesman." So I went and took some sales class at Dale Carnegie. Mm-hmm. He says, "You need to go learn air conditioning." So I went to the gas company, and took gas company uh, uh, classes. So they've been offering them. Them yeah, since then. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hacky also, mm-hmm. you know, did the classes. So I learned the air conditioning with him. But I was never, I was never an air conditioning man. Mm-hmm. And I was an electrician by trade. Mm-hmm. And as a service guy, if you know the electrical, that's fifty percent of the problem. Right. That's what I was going to tell you. Yeah. The yeah. heating and air is fifty percent electrical. Absolutely. Yeah. It's either mechanical or electrical. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Did you ever join any locals? No. 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 Loco, but not locals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah, I sent you that picture of the skateboarding. Did you see that? Which one? Of the girl getting arrested, riding her skateboard. When did you send it? Um, I don't know. Maybe you were you were out in Sacramento, so that's probably why. So I'll send it again. Okay, it's pretty cool, but it's called like uh, local something, but it's it's supposed to be like locals of LA, but it's locals. I oh, think okay. it's pretty funny. It. Yeah. Yeah. You may have seen it, but so much was going on. Yeah, yeah. Pay attention. Well, you, you would like that page. It's skateboard related. Yeah. I like it. So, uh, so your business has evolved into heating and air um, out of necessity. Um, so, yeah. for So I had a good job working with Ed, and then he was really nice. He owns a lot of property, and he owned two homes behind our shop. Mm-hmm. And he said, look, you can stay in here. So what I would do is I would, um, I would drive... T- I would drive to work on uh, a Monday, and then I would stay down Monday night, Tuesday night, maybe Wednesday night, and then go home a couple nights. Mm-hmm. So I would stay two to three nights. And by then, did you already have your daughter? Um, no. Okay, okay. No, no. Cool, so still single? So this is, no, I was married to Lindsay's mom. I oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so this is 90. And she was cool? I mean, obviously, what can yeah, she, she say? Yeah, she was cool. It was work. No, it was cool. I was making a living. She was making a living. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so then you're you're commuting to Palmdale, or from Palmdale to work, and then what happened? Well, I smoking lots of pot. Uh huh. Oh, still. Oh yeah, yeah. Nobody knew, so I was like, you know, what's insanity? Well, insanity would be, you smoke a little pot in the morning, but you don't want to bring it with. But then about noon, you're out of your mind. You need to smoke pot. Nobody's mm-hmm. around to get any. So I would drive home to Palmdale sometimes. Oh, man. 60 miles to get high and then come back to work again. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's in, that's insanity. Right. Did yeah. Eileen know that at the time? Um, probably not. 
But I mean, eventually I told her, but she knew I smoked pot, Mm -hmm. but I was addicted. Yeah. You know, smoking pot at night is one thing, you know, smoking it just to get through the day is a whole other, which I get. I don't, you know, I don't judge anybody who smoke pot, enjoy it, but. uh, No, but you're depending on on it to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. Anything. (laughs) Well, you know, they say marijuana is not addictive. It's not addictive if you're not an addict. Right. I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. If I like it, I'm addicted. Yeah. Uh-huh. Alcohol, weed, candy, you know, potato chips, French fries, money, cars, skateboards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially chips. No, especially yeah. fries. He yeah. loves fries. <laughs> I'm almost a month off fries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're off any potatoes or just no. specifically fries? Uh, French fries uh-huh. and breakfast fried potatoes ah. like hash so if they browns. just yeah if they're fried yeah yeah, yeah. but i yeah. try to stay away so. oh, okay <laughs> yeah but you've lost weight already because yeah, you haven't pounds. yeah see yeah crazy little little changes crazy um okay so when did you have Lindsay? 1995 1995 and yeah. what year was this when you i was were, still were going back and forth i was still at brody but what year was it when you were going back and forth? Oh, oh, sorry. Um, I wasn't going back and forth anymore. We moved. Oh, we moved okay. after the earthquake. Oh, okay. So yeah. after 94. Yeah. So we didn't have a freeway. So we came back and we rented uh, a little duplex on Woodman in uh, Van Nuys. Well, now it's Sherman Oaks. It's right around the corner from where I live. Mm-hmm. But we rented a duplex. And then that's where uh, um, Lindsay was. Uh, Conceived? I guess, yeah. <laughs> Okay, wait. I want to go back to the 94 earthquake. Okay. Because I remember it, but yeah. I was only four years old. Right. So there's only so much that I remember. Yeah. Right? Do you remember it, babe? Uh, I just remember we camped out in the front yard afterwards. Yeah. Mm. So I remember, like, flashes of, of what happened. I remember the damage the next day. We had no freeway. Yeah. Because we lived next to the 10 freeway. Right. So that was collapsed. Yeah. Um, and then I think, like, stores might have been closed because power was out. But that's about that's about it. Just chaos from the night before or the morning before, and then when sun came out, it was major. It was major. The street was cracked. Yeah, I didn't go to work that day. And so that day. day you were still in in Palmdale. Yeah, I was in Palmdale. And what happened up there? Nothing. Oh, Absolutely. you didn't even know, you know. And then we're watching the news, and it was like unbelievable. Oh, jeez. And then we didn't have a freeway, so we didn't go to work. But then the next morning, we went to work. We left at like four in the morning. You know, and had to go like the old road. Yeah, the Sierra Highway. Sierra no? Highway. Yep. Yeah, and it was so that freeway uh, collapsed too. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you a quick little story. So mm-hmm. there was a police officer um, drove a motorcycle. So a motor cop, his name was Wayne Dean. He went off the freeway, and um, the story is, I'll make a long story short. When I used to go to work, I would go a sideway, a uh, side road up um, Via de la Cumbre that runs parallel to Benedict Canyon, and it would get you up. To Benedict Canyon at Mulholland, and mm-hmm. um, I would go up Valley Vista and make a left. Well, there's no left turn, seven to nine, and it was like five after seven. But that was my shortcut, you know. Now the whole world knows the shortcut, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I go, and sure enough, I get pulled over by a police officer. And um, I, I said, Oh, I said, Well, it's you know, seven o'clock, and he goes, No, it's five after seven. So, um, a couple months later, I went, my cousin says, Oh, try to fight the ticket, just tell him. You know, it was seven. He didn't have a watch on. So I go to court, and the police officer's there. And um, 
um, he, he says, oh, yeah, he made a left turn. It was 7.05. And I said, well, Your Honor, it was, you know, just before 7, he doesn't have a, he didn't have a, a watch on. Mm -hmm. And the police, he looked at the police officer, and he says, well, yeah, but we got it on the motor. And I said, ah. So the, the judge says, uh, you want to go to traffic school? And I said, well, Your Honor, I just went to traffic school. I said, you know, I live in Palmdale, so I drive a lot. He said, and I didn't ask you that. He says, you want to go to traffic school? I said, yes, sir, I'd like to go to traffic school. He says, okay. So, <coughs> excuse me. So um, me and the police officer leave together, and we're in the elevator, and he says to me, he says, oh, you live in Palmdale? I said, yeah, I do. He says, did it say it on your driver's license? I said, no, I don't think so. He said, did I ask you if, if this was current? I said, probably. He said, well, why didn't you tell me? I said, I don't know. I was in a hurry. I said, would it have made a difference? He goes, yeah. He says, I live in Palmdale. I probably uh, wouldn't. Uh, he would have understood you. I wouldn't have given you a ticket. Yeah. So then I tell him what I do. And he says, oh, I live in Palmdale. My my lights aren't working. And I said, oh. I said, well, maybe I could go by there for you. And he says, well, I'm not going to go home now. I said, well, give me the address. And I'll look. It was his landscape light. So I go mm -hmm. by. And it was a little fuse in his transformer. Mm -hmm. So I fix it. You know who this police officer was? That's the guy. He That's went him. off the freeway. Oh, my yeah. God. His name was Officer Wayne Dean. Really. He was a nice. He was a nice guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, so that's my long story to, to the earthquake. Coincidences, huh? Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Like yeah. that's out of a movie. Yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, God, right, was, right. Was he a nice guy? I mean, he gave me. A, yeah, he was a nice guy because he, he was, was doing his job. He was doing his job, yeah. and I was he doing what I, I broke the law. <laughs> yeah, got to pay the piper. Yeah. But yeah, I guess maybe the moral too is uh, <clears throat> give a little backstory, talk to him, chat it up. Yeah, be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be honest. He, but, he's 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 right. I mean, he he wouldn't have gave you that ticket probably if probably he knew. Have, yeah. yeah. But we had a house there. We paid one hundred and thirty nine thousand. Our interest rate was ten percent, and it was called a buyer's. The, the builders paid it down. So the first year it was ten percent. The next year was eleven, and then it was at twelve percent, and that was cheap because it was like fourteen percent. So that was where that oh, was like geez. cheap. Yeah. So me and Eileen, we bought a house there. And then when the earthquake um, hit, you know, we put a lot of money in the backyard because it was just dirt in the desert. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, we sold the house for 90000 So you lost. Yeah, we lost. We did what we did what's called a short pay, so it wasn't a foreclosure. What? And it was because of the earthquake? Yeah, it wasn't worth anything. Oh. Nobody wanted to go to Palmdale. We were lucky to sell it because I told the bank, I go, look, we don't have a freeway. Right. You know, I got someone that will buy it right now for 90000 yeah, yeah, because back can, then, and there was no jobs it. over there. Everybody was coming over here to L.A. There's still no jobs. Yeah. yeah. How'd you hear, how did you even hear about Palmdale? I feel like I didn't know about Palmdale too long. Well, we wanted a house, and there was nowhere to go. I couldn't afford Santa Clarita. Remember, interest rates were really high. Yeah. yeah. Right. So based on that, you know, I think our payment was $1,500 a month in 1989. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. You know, which... I mean, it wasn't a lot. We both worked and made an okay living. Yeah. But, you know, at the time. But, I mean, for me, like as a kid, Palmdale sucked. Yeah. Nobody wanted to go over there. It was nice for us because it was a new home, new community, right. a lot of uh, young couples. Yeah. And I rode motorcycles. Yeah. So, you know, I just played in the desert and, you know, smoked a lot of pot. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was away from, I guess, all of this busyness. From the city, too. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it I didn't is, even think of it like that at the time. It was just, you know, everybody wanted to own a home. Like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, 21, 22. Yes, 21 or 22, maybe 22. 
young. Crazy time flies. Whew. And so then how old were you when Lindsay was born? 95. 28. 28. Yeah. And so you have two kids. Yeah. Okay. Um, you met Lisa, your wife now. And she had a baby girl, yes. and you had your baby girl. Correct. And so now you guys are a family Correct. of four, right? I, I adopted Haley. Yes. But um, before Lisa and yes. Haley, there was just you, Lindsay, and, and her mom. Correct. And how, you were how old again? 28. 28. Oh, so you were already. Because I was 29 when I got pregnant. That's a good age. Yeah. It was Do you like, think you were too young or too old? I, <laughs> neither. I mean, it was the right age, but again... Yeah. You know, I was uh, very immature. I mean, I was mature because I worked, but I was mentally immature because yeah. I smoked pot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm not knocking pot. I love pot. Yeah. <laughs> it just don't doesn't work for me. Yeah. No, that's okay. Yeah. Nobody's going to get offended. Yeah. No one would. Okay. So... 28 when you Wait, when you Michael, guys... don't smoke pot around me. Stop it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll turn it off right now. <laughs> So, so Lindsay came, right? And you still were not doing what you were supposed to <clears throat> with being sober. So, well, so well, I didn't drink. I stopped drinking. And, uh, so before she came, you stopped drinking? I stopped drinking before I got married. Oh. God, we skipped the big part. No, but I thought yeah. you said that um, Eileen's dad was the one that was helping you out that day in New, New Orleans. So we went to New Orleans for Mardi Gras, uh-huh. and that was my... My last drink. What year was that? It's either 88 or 89. Okay. And you were already with Eileen, though? Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, we were dating. You guys were dating. And then we got married. That was uh, February, so Fat Tuesday, and then we got married uh, August or September. I get confused. Okay, August, so I'm September sorry, guys. 89. Yeah, because I'm jumping... Because, you know, in my head, like, I already know all this stuff. So I'm trying to, like... I should have wrote it down, but... <laughs> anyway. Okay. So... You're sober. So yeah, eighty nine. Call it eighty nine. I'm okay. sober. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's sober now. But off I smoke. No, I smoke. Well, no, no, I'm saying present today. day today. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty three. But um, a little backstory, right? Before we get to like, because you were still smoking weed, but you you stopped drinking alcohol. Correct. And tell us about the last time that you got drunk. Mardi Gras, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened? Um, you lost your pants. Yeah, I drank yeah. <laughs> a lot. If you ever been there, they're um, Pat O'Brien Hurricanes. I think there's six ounces of alcohol. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many of those we had. And then I every, mean, is it like the South Vegas? Um, no. Better. It's just like a, just like party and bars. Uh-huh. I, sure. I mean, that's I, Vegas. That's the strip. Yeah. yeah. Go yeah, go walk though. around and you can see like, nothing but drunk. There's people. like music on the street. And then um, Mardi Gras, you know, big parades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just people getting drunk and throwing beads, if you know why they throw beads. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was out of control, <laughs> but it was fun, you know. I was young. Yeah. And most people, after, you know, we went out drinking. Everybody went back to the room to sleep, and, you know, they're all drunk. Mm-hmm. Not Dean. I went back out on the streets and, you know, went, in, went into bars and met up with some guys, and they drank Jack Daniels. and. Mm-hmm. They, they basically saved my life. These were black guys that are locals in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I was just out of my mind running up to people and hugging people and just being drunk. You, you were drunk, yeah. yeah. And they they, they actually they took me back to the hotel. I mean, they could have. I don't think I think I spent all my money anyway. You know, mm-hmm. buying drinks for everybody. 
But yeah, they but they could have left you stranded. They could have killed me. Yeah. Yeah, but they were like really good good guys. We partied, and I don't remember anything, except I hit some big, you know, security guy, and they called my father-in-law, and said, "Get him out of here, else he's going to jail." Next mm-hmm. thing I know, I woke up in a hotel with a note, meet at the airport at, uh, you know, two o'clock or whatever time, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't. I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm okay," and. Uh, as soon as I saw, like, Eileen and her stepmom and everybody, I was like, oh, my God, it all came back. And I was like, I ran to the bathroom. Yeah. I was sick. <laughs> and and embarrassed. The, yeah, we got on the plane, and they were like, you need to get off if you're not going to sit in your seat. I said, I'm sick. I'm throwing up. And uh, I didn't know what to do. So I, was, I looked up, and I, I, you know, I'm not a big prayer to God. You know, mm-hmm. I pray to God, you know, when I stub my toe or, you know, I had a hangover. So again, I looked up and I said, God, take this away from me and I'll never do it again. About two seconds later, I was like, I felt okay. It was the craziest thing. I get the chills now. And I went and I sat in the seat and uh, um, Eileen's uh, father's friend, this was a Masonic trip. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, he gave me, I think, a Valium or something just to relax me. Mm -hmm. And when we got back, of course, I had to hit the pipe, you know, smoking pot. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got married six, seven months later, and uh, I went to have a, uh, a Mai Tai, and it tasted like fruit punch. And I said, well, give me a non-alcoholic one, and they tasted the same. Yeah. And I looked up in the sky, and I go, you know what? We have a deal. And it became a joke one year, five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20, 25. Now it's like, I don't drink. Right. You know, mm-hmm. could I? I don't know. Maybe. What's the point? You know. I no, probably, there's no point. Yeah, there's no like, point. Like, I love that you don't yeah. drink. I don't want to die sober, though. It's a joke. <laughs> it's true. A lot of sober people want to die sober. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I'm on my dying bed, bring me alcohol, bring me weed. Um, Numb the pain? Yeah, or no, I just want to do it. Or maybe yeah. just, just the oxygen tank. That... That's fun, too. <laughs> you know? Let's go to the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so you stopped drinking. I stopped drinking. But you kept smoking pot. Eighth a day. Jeez. That's a lot. Yeah, if you don't know what an eighth is, that would be a film container when they used to have film packed in there. That's what I smoked a day. On the weekends, <laughs> maybe two. Yeah, that's a lot. How many, an eighth is how many grams? Three and a half. That's a lot. That's a lot of weed. For one person? <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah, that's, that's called, right? Insanity. Yeah, 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 that's a lot of weed. Again, I'm not judging anybody, but... No, no, this is a judge-free zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you still kept smoking pot, and that was not that was not good. Not for me. Yeah, it was not good for you. Um, did Eileen ever say anything? Like, hey, man, yeah. you're out of control. You well, not stop? out of control. It was like, hey, I want to have a baby, you know? Yeah. And I, and I did. I went times I wouldn't smoke, and then it was like, oh, I can just have one. Mm-hmm. I'm not a one guy. Yeah. I smoked one. It was on. That's right. all I thought about. Yeah. And you were more of a pipe or a blunt? Um, so no, no, we didn't know blunts. Mm-hmm. There was no blunts then. You know, mm-hmm. maybe a joint, but yeah. a joint made you smell. Um, yeah. So and there was no vapes or wax no, no. or any of this stuff. This was, you know, smoking. We liked the bong. Oh, okay. But how would you carry that in your car? No, we, I, I would have like a protopipes. So it was a little pipe with a hose, and, um, you know, you could hide the hose up your shirt, and you could drive around. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's insane. So me and my friend Peter, he would hold the pipe and light it, and, you know, I'd be in the fast lane, you know, working when I went back into... Trying to slow down. 
slow down, man. I liked it. We'd be going 80 <laughs> miles an hour, and I couldn't see. He drives see. fast. Yeah, no, I'm saying. <laughs> I couldn't see for like you know, three seconds. Dean, but you don't think people could tell? <laughs> like, if I'm high, somebody's going to know I'm high. Yeah, I didn't care. But do you, do you think, like, did you ever feel like, oh, they know I'm <clears throat> No, I never had that paranoia. Oh, okay. But when I, when I was working with my uncle, it was very secretive. Nobody knew my thing. Only yeah. Eileen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was secretive. Nobody knew. You know, well, after I, I left why. there, then I didn't care. Yeah. And, and did your uncle ever know eventually? Like, hey. Years later, and he always thought it was like, because, you know, whatever. Are you retired? Um, before he came to the house, like, I was acting like a jerk one time. And I think Eileen, we just had the baby, and she called him, and he came over, and I was just out of my mind. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I was just high and new dad and, you know, no attention. Right, right. Like no, little, and, and like baby. those pressures already are a lot. And then on top of that, you were high. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then fast those forward. Those are excuses, by the way, in my book. They are. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But I also think like we're human, you know? Sure. We're going to make, we're going to make those mistakes. Okay. This is a drug log, by the way. So. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I sound like a. So when was the first time man. that you went to M.A.? Um, well, when I met Lisa, you know, I told her, Hey, I'm sober. And she was sober. And actually, sorry. Yeah. So divorced Eileen. Yeah. You're, you're a single dad now, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Eileen is in the picture, but you know, um, and then you met Lisa. Correct. And you were like, Whoa, who's that? Yeah. (laughs) Long black hair. I was, I was a contractor doing electrical Mm -hmm. and a little AC work. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of my friends brought us in on a project and Lisa worked for the designer mm-hmm. um, and um, they needed some special linear registers. They're long and skinny registers. Yeah. So I was talking to her and I said, Oh, you want me to bring you a sample? And she says, yeah. So I went and met her and I was like, wow, this girl's hot. Yeah. I said, I'm going out with her. So she wouldn't go out with me. I go, let's go out to eat. Let's do this. She would never go out with me. And I said, yeah. no, I'm buying. Let's go. Is there any good place to get a sandwich? And she, mm-hmm. One day she says, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think there's a place you can get a, a tuna sandwich up the street. I said, well, so let's go. So she does like tuna sandwiches. Yeah, I said, well, let's go. And I'm buying. She goes, no, no. And then finally, she says, I think I'm in your area. And I said, oh, where are you? She's in Sunland. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right up the road from me. <laughs> I said, why don't you meet me at Cheesecake Factory? And she did. And she came with the little dog, Sally. Mm-hmm. And we... Uh, we, oh, so she had Sally yeah, already. Yeah, Sally was... She just got Sally. Oh, okay. Maybe Sally was a few months so yeah. Sally is this little cute white dog that they had yeah. who is passed on now, but that's Sally. Yeah. So we <laughs> went and ate. It was funny, a quick little story. So when, when we ate, it was like Lisa was famished. You know, I'm fucking high. And um, <laughs> I had this pen, and when you tipped it upside down, it said 420 on it. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her, I was trying to find out if she smoked pot. I wasn't really sure. Yeah. And I was telling her a story that, because I was working for the chief of police, uh, Chief Bracton. Uh-huh. Um, Bill Bratton and uh, he needed to sign something and I pulled out that pen and it was like oh no I can't give him that pen so I'm telling her the story and she mm-hmm. didn't even know what 420 was and uh, you know it just went right over her head but she was just and I told her and she's like oh this guy's a stoner yeah. but we went and he <laughs> ate and I never saw you know this tall skinny gal eat so much food so fast <laughs> yeah. and then like two seconds later she's like oh i gotta go to the bathroom i'm like oh my god this girl's like uh one of those pukers right Bulimic, yeah, yeah but she wasn't she yeah. wasn't um and then uh i said well why don't you come to my house and 
she's like, oh, okay. I said, the doggies can have a play date. And it was just hilarious because I had Buddy who was, you know, 80 pound lab yeah. playing with Sally. And immediately. Did you ever um, see pictures of Buddy? Uh, I don't think I have. He's a big, well, he, yeah, was, he was a big lab. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Poppy almost. Oh, okay. But so, bigger maybe, yeah, huh? Yeah. Well, bigger come, than Poppy. They, yeah, bigger than Poppy. They, okay. come to, they come to the house and immediately uh, Buddy picks up his leg and pees. On her? <laughs> no, on the my white carpet. Oh. White carpet. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I smashed, smacked him or something. Not yeah. hard. And then I don't know. Lisa today says, oh, I, I realized he was so real. And I had like a, a little room, an attic that was finished. And we went upstairs, and she was on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I brought her a glass of water. And she says uh, today, she goes, it was the best glass of water. It was like cold. She likes cold water. Yeah. And. Uh, then from then it was on. We started we started dating, and I took her on a trip. Where'd we go? We went to Italy. Mm-hmm. And uh, now remember, I smoked an eighth of weed a day. Mm-hmm. Well, I brought a quarter of quarter ounce of weed with me. Mm-hmm. And the insanity part, I you know was checking online, and it says if you got, you know, if you got arrested, it didn't matter if it was an eighth or an ounce. That's a felony. Right. But I needed to smoke pot, so we Wait, went so, there. Wait, so but you took it? I took it, You yeah. snuck it in. Yeah, and she even said, she goes, this isn't enough for you. Well, it wasn't that it wasn't enough. So she enough. knew you smoked. Yeah, she knew. But I didn't have enough, and I didn't have the right stuff. I couldn't get high. Make a long, long story short, I was out of my mind. She actually got escorted from the room. She had called security because I was just crazy. Yeah. And uh, she left, left me in Italy. And then the next, that night or the next day, I called her, and she, she says, uh, well, I'm in New York. And I said, I'm on my way. And she goes, you're a drug addict. You need help. Yeah. And I was like, a drug addict? Mm-hmm. I only smoke pot. Nobody ever told me that. Yeah. And then I went back. And Side note, Lisa was already sober. Yeah, she was totally. She's real sober. Yeah. You know, and I uh, I went back and I'm like, God, I'm a drug addict. I can't go to rehab. I have a daughter and, a, you know, my little business. I mean, I did have a business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went to M.A., that night, Sunday, and yeah. I brought my friend Richie, who was a normal guy. So we call it in sobriety a normie. Somebody he smoked a little pot at night, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to this meeting, and uh, I was like, "Oh my God, there's other people like me," but they don't know I'm better. I have a business, and you know, yeah, I, yeah, I thought yeah. I was a better. <laughs> no, that was um, that was uh, November 13, 2005. No, 2003. Jeez. So I'm coming on, uh, what is that, 20 years, 20 20 years? this year. Wow, I'm no, getting I'm old. And did you like M.A.? I did. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. So you felt like, oh, I, I really like Lisa. I need to make this change if I even want to keep her around. That or? was probably the main reason. But mm-hmm. I, I did, you know, something deep inside. I did want to stop smoking pot because mm-hmm. I couldn't stop. Yeah. I couldn't stop. Yeah. So you went through your 12 steps, and you've been clean since then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you want to w- say something? Yeah, what is it that you were doing? Because uh, I, I think weed for me just puts me to sleep. Yeah, because you're normal. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he smokes, like uh-huh. he would, or he would smoke all day. Mm-hmm. You ever hear the song, I smoke two joints before I smoke two joints? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I smoke two, two more. more. Yeah. yeah. That was me. We lost a blind. Yeah. That was really Bob Marley. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm wrong, you can spank me. We're going to uh, fact check it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think it is, though. Okay. So 
So yeah, it's because of that. And then you know one one other thing, uh, you said Lisa had black hair back then. Yeah. Oh okay, because she's very blonde today. Yeah, she's yeah. a blonde. I'll yeah. show you a picture. Oh okay. Does she does she not ever want to go black? I don't know. Once you go black, you never go back. That's uh, true. true. Which now she's blonde. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe. So maybe. <laughs> she was. When hot. did she go blonde? She was hot. She's still hot, but. When did she go blonde though? I don't know. Months later. Oh, okay. So she's been blonde for, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, because that's is that her natural hair color? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, very so, light. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's her natural hair color. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, I, she I doesn't dye it. <laughs> <laughs> it was black. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so so you liked MA, and that's what you did, and now you're sober. So bring us. Like now, bring us into Dean's world, present day. Present day. So we have our little heating and air conditioning business mm-hmm. that you're a big player in, mm-hmm. and I too love you. You're a big part of Thank my you. life and Michael. Thank you. Dean. I see. I mean, you're part of Jessica, an extension in your family, mm-hmm. but my interactions is more with with Jessica mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I care. I care a lot about Jessica and Val and Javier and all the kids. Mm-hmm. But I met Jessica first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me and Jessica had a couple times, like one time, like if I said something, she was like, no. And I said, well, why don't you just quit? And she looked at me. She <laughs> yeah. goes, I'm not quitting. And I was like, ah, yeah. I like her. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, he um, he said some something mean, I think. Uh-huh. And I, I got pissed, you know, and uh-huh. I, I talked back. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember what it was. I don't either. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a nothing thing, but it was. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, we have our heating and air conditioning company. And uh, I'm a dad. My kids now are 25 and 27, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah. And um, me and Lisa are married, um, what, eight, 2000, uh, God, I get so confused, 2005, so. You're coming on 18 years. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. That's a long time. goes by fast. Yeah. And um, let's see, what else? I collect skateboards. Yeah. That's my little, I don't know if it's a hobby. It's a I, hobby. Okay. That would be a hobby. So mm-hmm. I have a hobby. Mm-hmm. I collect ska- vintage skateboards. Pretty cool skateboards. You have two dogs. I have two dogs. So you've always been a dog person. Always. Um, I think... You know how other dog people get along with other dog people? I think that's one of the reasons, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because your dogs are, are, I mean, you love your dogs. Yeah, I love our dogs. Yeah. They're, like, <laughs> they're our family. I mean, it's just us in the house. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine not having a dog there. But then if there's no dog, it allows you to, like, go and travel and do whatever you want. But when mm-hmm. you, it's not, you can't just, like a kid, you put him just in the like car. Just like a kid, yeah. yeah. A kid's easier. Well, yeah. You know, to, you have to get someone to watch the dogs. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you can't take the dogs just to the restaurant or wherever you're gonna go. You're right. So, yeah, some do, but yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty rare. <laughs> and then you know what? I was gonna ask uh, at your house. You have a whole, a whole wall, like a twenty foot wall, dedicated to skateboards, right? You you have them hung up. Is it specific ones, a specific brand, or just a style or a timepiece? Well, that the ones on the wall are all different, but the stuff I really collect are in the black back room. No, uh, okay. you haven't been back there. I think so. Yeah. I think he, he went one. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think I had. Yeah. yeah. The, the wall's a collage that I've had for years that Lisa 
that Lisa made because mm-hmm. I had a I had the little man cave, mm-hmm. and then when we moved, I didn't have a man cave anymore. So when uh, so the they, wall became your cave. Yeah, she took all the skateboards. <laughs> her and um, uh, Brian Jose uh, Villafana's uh, son, mm-hmm. and they spent like all day, and she put them all where she wanted. Hanging it's them up. It's like a collage. Yeah. It's yeah, it really looks really cool. cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I always think your house should be a reflection of you. And that house is very much you two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Funny. And you still ride? I can. It's yeah. not like my thing. I make a point to do it occasionally to say I that I ride. Mm-hmm. There's a video of him doing it. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long is that video? Like a month? Yeah, a couple months ago. Yeah. Show it to him after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he still rides. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, I did notice the independence shirt too. Yeah, I did that for Jessica. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so now you collect skateboards. That's your thing. Yeah. Um, we talk about like punk shows and how it was back then and yeah. how it is now. Yeah. Because, you know, Michael and I, we go, but you just find out about it online. Yeah. It's it's so easy. Yeah. Mm. But you said back then it was just like word of mouth. Well, back then I really wasn't into punk. Oh, okay. You know, the punk, my, my cousin who's four years older than me, he's always been into punk. So some of the punk I, I listened to, but I was really into, you know, the metal, mm-hmm. the hair metal, Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, Motley Crue. And did you ever name. see them then? Uh, then? Yeah. Um, I may, uh, yeah, I went to the Us Festival in 1982. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, so all, everybody yeah. was there. Right. Ozzy. That must have been a crazy festival. It was insane. Yeah. I wish I remembered. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we saw the, the documentary for um, Woodstock 90... Yeah. 99. 99? Yep. Trash. Yeah, yeah. This, this was... It was different because, you know, there's there's so many people in one, in one place. It's the music, too. Oh, yeah, it was fun. That music makes you do stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. You think? Yeah, there was a bunch of girls that got assaulted and raped. Never made me think that way, music. I mean, I never, like, I heard the words, but I never, like, thought of it. Like, wanted to hurt anybody. never, it was just music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was just words. My, I don't know, my brain never. uh, Well, you know, but some people aren't like that. Like, music can make people do, um, like, crazy things. Sorry, not to make it, like, into something sad, but there's this song by Blink-182. It's supposed to be an anti-suicide song. Well, guy committed suicide playing that song on repeat. Mm-hmm. But the, where somebody like Michael and I, we hear it, and it's not at all what we think about. Yeah, but that's something in your own brain, as far as I'm concerned. Blink one eighty two didn't put a gun to his head. No, no. But what I'm saying is the way he took it, yeah. you know. So maybe those people that did stupid things at Woodstock also took it took it that way. Mm-hmm. I guess there's always that person, right? We're all different. Yeah. Sorry, I went off again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, is there anything that you want to say, any advice that you want to give to somebody that maybe doesn't know if they want to get sober, is thinking Mm. about it? Because you have this beautiful life now, and we all have problems and ups and downs, right? But, like, I admire, like, what you've built. You have your own little empire, Mm -hmm. and there's no way you would have been able to do it if you were still smoking pot. Or drinking. Who knows? I don't think so. We don't know. 
I don't think so. So, I mean, I could say, yeah, it's all because of that. I honestly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not all. Yeah. No, it's not all because of that. But that plays a big part. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it allowed there me was... to, to focus more yes. on being a business and a and a better guy because you could ask a couple of the guys. You know, I was very high and low. So I was a complete, I could still be an asshole. But I was. I, but that's I was, what I was gonna say. I was high and low. People wouldn't wouldn't want to be around no, you if you were like no, that. Now I mean I'm I'm not, I mean I'm mostly nice to mm-hmm. people and considerate and kind. Um, but I would I would my advice would be you know if it's if it's an issue and you can't stop it, then it may be an issue. Yeah. You know if it's something you know alcohol weed I mean it's such a simple. A simple thing, you know, if what's wrong with a bottle of wine? Nothing. But then if it's two bottles of wine a night and then, you know, you multiply that by, you know, 350 some odd days a year, you know, 10 years, 15 years. Well, now it's not healthy for you. You're going to feel like crap. Yeah, because it's simple. You know, again, I'm not judging anybody, but it's easy for, you know, a guy like you, Michael, to drink six or 12 beers. It's simple. (laughs) But if you did it every day. Yeah. Well, but if you did it, you know, it's a problem. So it's all, sometimes it's almost a problem to say, you know what? No, I'm not drinking until Friday. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you have a couple beers a night, to me, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, between you and your doctor and your family, but it could be. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the weed. I know people that smoke. I have a friend. He doesn't really smoke, but if he goes away, he wants to get a little high. It's mm-hmm. definitely not a problem for him. Right. And then I know other people that, you know, would hide. They hide behind a, the vape pen. You know, nobody knows. Well, yeah, because you can't function. But, you know, everyone is, uh, everyone's different. But there are, you know, there's AA and MA and, you know, your, um, your pastor, your priest, your, your neighbor, your spouse. But Like reach out to somebody. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not big on, yeah. on pushing my thing on on anybody but it's you know overeating you know we talk about it daily at work everybody has the issue with food especially me mm-hmm. so it, anything you do i mean i buy skateboards i'm out of my mind how many more skateboards do you need but it makes me happy yeah, yeah. makes me happy so balance yeah balance <laughs> but you know my advice for for young people is enjoy enjoy your time with your kids Mm-hmm. Take time, go on the vacation, go on a date weekly, husband mm-hmm. and wife. I don't care if it's an hour or two hours. Make that just part of your life. If you want to go to the gym, go to the gym. Um, but enjoy life because, and, and money helps, but it isn't everything, but it really helps a lot. And, you know, work hard while you're young. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully when you're, you know, you're older, you don't have to work mm-hmm. as hard. Mm-hmm. But there's no right or wrong. That's yeah. that's my two cents. Yeah, I think it's it's great. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's All right, funny. you're funny. I know. Yeah. Everybody that comes in here loves this thing. It's Sunday morning. People want people yeah. want this yeah. for their life. You know, like could you imagine if you said something during the meeting and <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> As Lisa would say, <laughs> zip it. Yeah. <laughs> There's some funny ones like Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna close this out. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. It was, was an fun. honor. I yeah, never I hope did you a, had fun. I never did a podcast. Right. 
You should. Thank you, babe. You want to say something? Uh, no. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. And thank you, Dean, for coming out. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer, the podcast. Please subscribe on Instagram at It's Jessica, Not Jennifer. And please follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts.